different than the music. Razzle dazzle time. Right. <laughs> Here we go. I gotta pull that line from the show. This is the time. This is the place, and this is FC3 Monkey Business, your one-stop shop for everything geeky. And since anything is geeky, if you love it enough, you never know what you're going to get. Welcome to episode 71. Wow. This is your host, IMC. <laughs> this week we're going to be talking about Voltron with our very own Becca May. Becca, 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 Ooh. Becca, Becca, Becca. And, that, and then after that, stick around for upcoming events, our everyday heroes, shout-outs, and our question of the week. As always, in the studio with me is the legendary Billy DeTore. Hi. How you doing, Billy? I'm good. Are we having fun yet? I'm, I'm, I am. You the man. I always have fun with you guys. See? See, that's the best part. That's mm-hmm. the best part. Also with us is the ever, ever uh, suffering Tanya, because she has to deal with <laughs> Billy and I. The ever effervescent. <laughs> effervescent. No, I think I'm fabulous. That's according Tanya to fabulous. Your, according Tanya to, fabulous. According to Billy's according wife, Susan. Okay. Yes. Hi. Also in the studio with us today is the, the greatest intern we've ever had. Tony? What Tony? Hey, Tony? Where's Tony? Where's Tony? Tony? No. You know what I me? Mean? I've been fired on air. What's so that? Tony. I've been fired on air. Uh, yeah, see, and that's <laughs> and, that is and our Tony lovely. Tony has moved up from intern. He has. Yeah. Well, no, he went up to Stafford just so I can bop, bop him bop back, back down, down to intern and then fire him oh, again. Okay. No, we have Becca today. <laughs> we have a Becca, 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 I think Becca. Becca's Becca. my intern. I'm not sure. I can't Wait. remember. <laughs> I'm just existing right now. She's, Actually, well, aren't you more social media? So you're like. Uh, uh, she's Laura's intern. Laura's intern <laughs> slash Deanna's intern slash. Yeah. I and think then I'm on the phone. Into Tumblr. Can we get to the phone? And, We're going to get to the phone. I'm going to get to the phone. Yeah. It's producer Sherry. Hi, producer Sherry. <laughs> Hello. Her reach is long. Her reach is long. <laughs> We've already had that. Uh, see. I was and I want, uh, just so we're clear, uh-huh. I want to claim Becca as mine. Oh, okay. There we go. <laughs> There's a fight over Becca right now. You can claim Absolutely. Becca as your own. You know what? It would be interesting to see, um, instead of I want her, no, I want her, no, I want her, it's like you have her, no, you have her, no, you have her. <laughs> you take her. <laughs> you take her, damn it. Then that means you do realize that you, you have to drive up here and drive her home because that's, that's, that, one, of the that's of, one of the things. If is, you're going to claim her, you have to drive her around. <laughs> Um, okay, Chris. Yes, dear. Chris, no, we fight over Becca. We fight to get rid of you. Oh, I see. <laughs> I see. Well, that's going to no, be. No, because then that makes me host. That's going to be easier. <laughs> that's going to be easier that's coming up. Boy. Right. That's the point. That's the point. Who else do we have on the phone with that's us today? That's other Chris. That's other Chris. Hi, other Chris. I sp- Hi. I speak Hi. Chris. We speak Chris. You speak Chris fluently? Yes. It depends Good. on which. Because I don't even. I am Chris. Which I don't even like. speak no. Chris fluently. There's something about baking no, and. Chris Mark. Okay, and then the 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 ever wonderful hello monk. Hello. There she say, is. Did we lose her? The monkey wench. <laughs> the monkey wench is here. All right, so that's the gang, and uh, now we're going to. Um, I have a, I have a list of things I have to cover here, and uh, so I have sponsor shoutouts I'm going to touch on, and uh, these are basically it's the same list as everything. So you got to love it. This is consistency mm-hmm. at its finest. You got Knox. Craft yes. cocktails and comfort foods at the Village Gate Mall. Selena's, best Mexican food in Rochester, also in the Village Gate Mall. Our buddies over on Buffalo Road, First Print Comics. The gang over on University Avenue. The Great Escape Room, where Billy is, still is, and we have to go rescue him. Help! He's in the library. <laughs> He's in the library with, with Professor books. Plum. Yeah, so at least you have books. That's um, it. There's you probably some... comics in there. See, Sherry would be trapped in the library and not realize that she was actually trapped. trapped. <laughs> She'd be reading. Did Me too. See- did you see what a friend of mine posted on my wall recently about that uh, that the they could make a um, they could make an escape room mm-hmm. with uh, of a of a well stocked library with two completely marked exits and yes. I still wouldn't be able to get out in right an two hour. completely <laughs> marked and unlocked exits and and you'd still yeah. be you wouldn't be able to get out of there in an yeah. hour no no take at least an hour and a half yes. minimum. And our last uh, sponsor shout-out will be for Wibbly Wobbly Timey Wimey, the Doctor Who aficionados that they are, bringing us Caitlin Blackwood, the young Amelia Pond from the 11th Doctor's series there. All right. What else we got? We, we, do we, have, we have no Patreon shout-outs this week, but we will mention that we have Patreon available. And uh, if you go to the Patreon website, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com, look out for F-C-3-R-O-C. We have a variety of... What am I thinking of? What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, levels. Levels. Wow. Membership levels. Membership levels. Thank you. This membership is... reward levels. Membership reward levels. Yeah. Oh, God. Getting old. Anyway, that's happening. Getting? 
Getting? Stop. Stop. Both of you. <laughs> oh, Sherry, I love you. God, I'm, I'm already old. <laughs> I'm there. Uh, and uh, Tanya, so, is it your turn for the brain this week? The what? Is it your turn is for the brain this week? Your turn for the brain, since we seem to share one. Well, I think you've got half. I've got the other half. Are you a left or a righty? Uh, I am a righty. Okay, so we're both sharing both... our left mind. So. Okay. I don't know. I think I left it away. So, listeners, go no. to, to Patreon.com, sponsor the show, love the show, and uh, when, you, when you're done sponsoring the show, go out to Apple, uh, iTunes, and iPlay and, uh, and give us a five-star review. Don't forget to keep those reviews coming on Apple Podcasts. Every five-star review will be thanked on air, and any questions that you add to your review will be answered. Except for what color underwear somebody's wearing. We're not probably white. Gonna, white. Okay. <laughs> Billy will answer. <laughs> Billy, there's no fear. Nope. No fear. That's what we love about you, Billy. Thanks. Um, so okay. So what did we? What? What happened? Everybody okay? We're. we're everybody's good. I, I, I'm dog paddling. You only dog paddle today? <laughs> yes. I've been up for so many hours getting ready for this episode. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so if Becca falls asleep in the in between, so, so Becca is going to she's going to be talking <laughs> in days of long. So Becca's going to read the opening from days of long. <laughs> <laughs> Becca, <laughs> Becca. <laughs> I guess that's monkey business for this. <laughs> all right, Thanks, all right, Becca. It's all over. Somebody put Becca to bed. She'll definitely have to be fired then. <laughs> she's going to be asleep, and we'll have to wait, wait to wake her up and then fire her. What's wrong? She's What's true? a researcher. She's mine. <laughs> <laughs> then you can have her. Okay. This sounds fine. like a Paul McCartney, Michael Jackson song. <laughs> the girl is mine. Uh, the <laughs> doggone girl is mine. No, Michael, she's mine. No, Michael. <laughs> you know what? Here's here's your non sequitur of the day. This is off okay. off topic, but I just recently finally saw uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Tale. Ta- Dead uh, Man Tell Tales, No Tales. Tell No Tales. Where Paul McCartney has... Mm-hmm. The cameo in it as as Jack's uncle. Mm-hmm. All right, and it's funny but as hell. His father. No, no, no the father's Keith Richards. Richards. Uncle Jack. Yeah, it's Uncle it, Jack. Yeah, Paul McCartney plays Uncle Jack, and Keith Richards is okay. is uh, is Captain Jack's, Jack's father. father. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, hey, Jackie boy. Um, but uh, just to see Paul McCartney in the pirate makeup was just mm. freaking hilarious. It was such a great great piece um so anyway but yeah you brought that up because you mentioned paul mccartney so yes. that happens all right so we're gonna we're gonna go to break and when we come back we are going to be having a an in-depth chat about one of the the great <laughs> cartoons of all time in in its beginning and, and its current bugs presentations. bunny, bugs bunny. <laughs> no tom and jerry tom and jerry oh, i love that tom, 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 jerry. And, and these are paladins of ultron that we're talking about here. paladins paladins of ultron so all right so we're, we'll be right back Are there nerds here tonight? Nerds! Yes! I'm so happy. I'm so happy. I mean, when I was growing up, there was nothing cool about being a nerd. You had to hide from people, and you had to keep it inside, and now we can be out and proud about the nerdy things that we love. Like, when I was in grade school, I was into, like, chess club, Latin club, the uh, D&D, computer camp, like, everything that made vaginas go away, I was way into. <laughs> and that's no longer the case anymore, right? I mean, like, nerds are powerful. Like, pop culture is run by nerds. Like, even the redneckiest of rednecks has a smartphone, a DVR, a DSLR camera, a laptop, a desktop. Nerds make the shiny things that distract the mouth breathers. Like, that is why we are powerful, right? Like, ladies, I will f- you with my second place chess trophy. Damn. Yeah. I have a first place chess trophy, but the second place has the bishop on top, and that is for you. Oh, that was wrong. <laughs> That was brilliant. Okay. Now we're cooking. Now we're cooking. We're cooking with gas now. Now we're cooking with with power there. That Chris Hardwick, awesome. everyone. Chris Hardwick. That was phenomenal. <laughs> I love it. And this music is telling me everything I need to know because this is the Go version Becca. of Voltron that I grew up with. Yes. This was the original series back in the 80s. This was definitely before Becca. This is pre- pre- yes. PB, not peanut butter, but pre-Becca. Pre-Becca. Yes. And... and what was it about this show? I mean, because this was the, really the cartoon that I remembered the most growing up. All coming up into the space All coming up together and, and, and the, big the, the five lions Voltron. coming together. Um, and and, so, and there have been many permutations of it since then that have kind of like kind of missed the mark. But now we've got this new series on Netflix. Hmm? <laughs> the third dimension. The third dimension, you know, Voltron 4. It was just, it was all bad. 
And then, um, well, Vehicle Voltron back in the 80s, Vehicle too. Vehicle Voltron. Oh, that was just, there were 15 cars and planes and submarines and stuff that slammed together to become the become Voltron. That was a weird one. That was actually an extension of the original. Right, because they actually did a Hold crossover on, where the two Voltrons got together. Wait a minute. No, I think Vehicle, that was... Voltron and, Vehicle and there Force. There was supposed to be a third one, too. Right. Yes, three teams of five all-terrain vehicles. Uh-huh. Hmm. I can tell you where they got inspiration for that. Land, from. sea, and air. Yep. Um, but then now on Netflix we have coming up we have four seasons so far of Voltron Legendary Defender which is a reboot of the original not a sequel but a reboot of it Mm -hmm. and has has been this great depth I I love I've loved the story and season five was just the the, the trailer the trailer just came out on a Valentine's Day Uh uh-huh and we're being promised like six episodes, I think. Okay, is what I've heard. Uh huh. Which is about average for the this, this seasons of Ultron like, so far. Yeah, six or eight usually. Okay. So, so this this cartoon, the basic premise is this: you have these five robot lions. They're piloted, so you have five five pilots who are involved in the in the, in the situation, and and. They go off, they beat the bad guys, they fight evil, they protect the good guys, and when things are really rough, they can slam together and become this ultra uber uber uh, <laughs> robot. It's like and it's I'll like form the, yeah okay. yeah, and and I'll form the you know left elbow. Um, I'm the leg. I love this. Oh my god, my favorite. And then when the princess echoes it, she goes, I'm a leg. And, and, and Hunk is like, yeah, I know, <laughs> right? That's great. <laughs> um, so, uh, so Becca, I know that this is a big thing because we have a lot of cosplayers right now who like to dress up as the paladins, the, the five main characters. Mm-hmm. And, and this seems to be really getting some serious traction lately. What about the show that has gotten your generation's attention so, so vastly? Oh, oh she, she wasn't ready for questions. Her. Listen, I, I came prepared with theories. She came to me, okay, theories and fact. Don't ask me opinion. I wanted theory and fact. Theory I mean, and fact. The characters are quite well developed at points. Okay. And they have really interesting chemistry with each other. Uh-huh. And a lot of people have just gained traction in there, and they're just digging as deep as they can Okay. into these different characters' lives. Okay. Like, just like how Lance could be viewed as the center of the team, or Laura could be viewed as the center of the team. Uh huh. But it's really Pidge. It's really. <laughs> of course. It's always Pidge. Oh Pidge it's, and Hunk are my two favorites. Pidge and Hunk are I, I think part of it is people can relate to them. Okay. I mean, especially you got like five different team, personalities. Because, like, a couple of them were mm-hmm. in, in school. Okay. And and when the um, series started. Yeah. So, right, right, right. So they're pretty much like, in their teens. They're in their teens, and then all okay. of a sudden they. they they're dealing with some of the stuff that people today are dealing with, like their their father or their uh-huh. whatever is off at war and things like that, and they, they don't get to see him very often. And yeah. and and the and the main five characters, it's the same, basically the same names from the the series the original, in the eighties. So we we still have basically that continuity there. You have Keith, you have Lance, you have Pidge, Hunk, and then Princess Alora. And then with with the new okay. series, they have the the added character of Shiro. Shiro. Mm-hmm. Who kind of took the place of Sven? Who was uh, <laughs> Sven know, did the, make an appearance. He did make an appearance, which I Just thought was get me to space hospital. <laughs> that's it. I thought I thought that was a great little cameo, kind of a nod to the the classic, you know, the classic series. But you have these five space explorers, these five teammates, and and they are the ones that are you know the the the, the rise and fall of this this thing. Um, so okay, so Becca, you have a presentation in mind. Yes. You have five minutes. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm serious. You should, Sherry. You should have seen the look of sheer like fear that just spread across Becca's face right there. Five minutes. This just she is like, wait, what? I'm not. She's like, I had all this research planned for five minutes. Really? I'm I'm just. I just. I had to do it because. Say the words. You're fired. No, you. Seriously, I'm the freaking vice president of the company. Sherry, fire him. I'm allowed to. I'm allowed to fire him. At least from the pot. No, okay. because then. One, yeah. Two, three, four, five. Oh my God, Becca! <laughs> there are five pages of notes she front did a and research back, so ten paper. pages total. She did a full. Did she on annotate re- it? Wow. Yeah. There's a bibliography there. It's organized. It's got a table of contents. <laughs> and Double space times That's New Roman. Girl. And, That's and my there's girl. and there's illustrations. And there's illustrations. <laughs> I'm impressed. Oh, dear Lord. I'm impressed. It, I'm, I'm waiting for a, the report cover. For I'm going to give her an A for effort on this one. <laughs> All right, so Becca, though, I'm going to give you the floor. Just go ahead and guide us through this this journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you going to be a Are you going to do a comparison of the original, the old series from when I was a kid to yours? Or are you just going to be talking about your series? There might be some comparisons that appear. Okay. In looking at what might happen in the next season, but I'm mostly going to focus on what's been presented this series All and right. what it hints at for 
following. So if you, if you, dear listener, has been a diehard follower of Voltron Legendary Defender on Netflix, you're going to get a lot out of this. If you're not... If you Go, have not caught... Pause it right now. Pause right spoilers. now. Spoilers. There's going to be spoilers plenty. We're going to tell you that right now. And also, <laughs> we would recommend that you pause this particular podcast. Go watch at least the first series, and you will... They form a big Voltron line. And even... Seriously. <laughs> If, even if even if you're my, if you're our age, you're going to get gonna something out of this. You're going to have fun with this. <coughs> well, are, are they all in Netflix? Yes. yes. Okay, then I'm going to have to leave. I'll be back. Okay. <laughs> we'll see Wait, if you. Wait, how do you run the board? <laughs> just push a lot of Bye, buttons. Billy. Yeah, j- just. Bye, Billy. <laughs> j- just keep pushing buttons till we shows up. There. <laughs> there's a special button that just suddenly materializes in the, the room. There's weeds. When's he coming back? <laughs> April. 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 Yeah. All right. So Becca, take us take us home on this one. Let's see. Let, let's hear what you got. All right. So first up, we've got Loverboy Lance. It's correct because it's true. Okay. Um, he's been promised a uh, character arc in this next uh, season. So he's been kind of a supporting character mm-hmm. all along so yeah. far, but now he's going to be like kind of one of the mains. Something about him is, is we've never quite known his motives. Uh huh. Like we know he's there. He wants to support his team. Uh-huh. But, like, we don't really know what's in it for him. He's more than just the spastic glory hound. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> he's a so. flirt. He's a what? <laughs> After a flirt. A flirt. Oh, he's a flirt. Yes. yes. And a bad one at that. I mean, he makes me look good. Yes. <laughs> so. Yeah, but the thing is, so in the trailer for the new uh, season, uh-huh. we see him taking a bit of command when he tells everyone to get to their lions. Okay. And so a lot of th- this one big thing everyone's thinking about is, will Lance become the next Black Paladin? Okay. Because there's a lot of debate over Shiro, which we'll get to later. Okay. Because there's and we're, stuff it, happening not, there. Not the Black Panther, but the Black Paladin. Paladin. Okay. Because I don't think Lance was from Wakanda. No. Okay. <laughs> Just making sure I got that straight. Yes. Okay. And massive question I've come <laughs> She's across. She's going to kill me. <laughs> massive question I've come across with like Lance being the Black Paladin uh-huh. is, is that really the right movement for him? Because okay. his he's been after glory for quite some time, and it's shown many times in the series that the Black Lion does not accept people just searching for glory. Mm-hmm. Seeing as how the Black Lion rejected Zarkon as soon mm-hmm. as he wanted the Lion for power, mm-hmm. instead it formed a bond with Shiro through trust. Right. Like when he goes back and he's asking the Lion, please trust me again. Okay. So, and also, uh, putting Lance in the Black Lion could be a bit of a cheat. And it's kind of it might reinforce the idea that you have to be in the black line in order to be a good leader. Uh-huh. And the writers of the show have suggested that the end goal might just be where all of the paladins are leaders in their own strengths. And it's each of them being an individual leader as a cohesive unit is what gets the end goal that they want. OK, that's very, very philosophical and dynamic. <laughs> I'm liking that. Because, now, what you know, yeah. you're saying that, that they're moving Lance towards this possibility of him being. The Black Lion's pilot. People are theorizing that. What what would happen to Keith to make that happen? We don't know what's happening with Keith. He almost died. <laughs> Did, see now you have to remember this is gonna be. A, go Spoilers. ahead and spo- spoiler it for me because because I'll I'll still watch it anyway and, mm-hmm. and still get kick, get a kick out of it. But I have not watched all of season now, four. Keith is the one that is um, part was it Galra? Galra. Yeah, Galra. part part Gara, which is new to this series. That they didn't even hint at that in the, right. like, the original series mm-hmm. that he was part you know bad guy. Um, and he's so he's been fighting that, I suppose, and and doing a fairly good job of it. There's a lot of emo, I think, <laughs> in in Keith. Um, he has like a mullet. He, he has a mullet, you know, and and uh, and Keith, Keith needs to just kind of take a breather once in a while. Maybe, maybe you know what? I think Hunk needs to really get Keith um, drunk. <laughs> really, I think that'll help a lot. Um, go ahead, keep going. She's like, she's, oh my God, I have I have ten pages of notes. Chris, shut the hell up. Yeah, another thing behind um, each of the members of Voltron being a leader in their own right is because when they give the backstory to Voltron, mm-hmm. they show that each member of Voltron was the leader of their own world. Right. And it wasn't a military rank of this person's in charge with the black line and everyone else follows suit. Mm-hmm. They were all a part of a team where they're on equal ground. Okay. And so it was like five kings, yeah. uh, you know, all, all doing the same thing. And it only started to fall apart because Zarkon was trying to take control of everything. Right. <clears throat> okay. So there's that. But Which I, is great because, <laughs> you know, back the original series back in the 80s, it was basically a monster of the week kind of a thing. 
you know, oh, here's here's our here's our pet bad guy. Here's the aliens that are trying to make life miserable for us. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to have some sort of you know of you know hanky little plot, and it's going to all unfold and and, and it's going to fall apart because we're smarter than, than the bad guys are. And oh, they're going to send this giant beast to go stomping on everything because the plot didn't work. So they're just going to go ahead and try and cr- oh, and now we're just going to form blazing sword. Everything's done. Roll credits. <laughs> You know, so there was this monster of the week kind of episodic feel to it. Whereas with this new series, mm-hmm. you have character development and you have story depth yes. and you have nuances and you have uh, subplots and backstories and whatnot. Yeah. So it's I, I love this new storytelling <laughs> with this this familiar aspect for me. So I'm sorry, keep going. Go ahead. No, it's all good. Having some fun. <laughs> yeah, um, my opinion is that I think Lance should be back in the blue line if we're gonna have his character arc because that's his leg. true element. Uh huh. And that's where he's shown to be well, because like with the element of water, he's very patient. He's very fluid. He's able to be in whatever position the team needs him to be in. Okay. Where Keith is the hothead. Yes. Okay. <laughs> there's there's a theory I'm about to get to right there. Oh, here we go. <laughs> so. How many how many pages of theories do you actually have? Twelve. Okay. Okay, I have like six condensed pages of theories, but there <laughs> were like twenty pages that I had to break down. This, she this is, is a, mini Sherry. This, she really is a mini Sherry. <laughs> I'm telling you, you they even have, have they even Love have the you, same. Becca. Love you too. They even have the same hair color. They really do. I mean, there's <laughs> there's a, a distinct. Di- oh, okay, I'm going to shut up now. <laughs> I'm getting a evil look. It's the same evil look. Hair color. Yeah, you were a blonde. You're you're a redhead right I now, was... but you were a blonde. Yeah. I was. When you yes. were 17, you were a blonde. Becca's 17, and she's a blonde. I'm I'm drawing conclusions <laughs> based on the fact that I've known you for most of your life. Deal with it. Carrying on. <laughs> All right. Oh, actually, it says the fifth season will be released on March second. March second. I was close. Okay. March fourth, you said, which is March. Hey, two days off. Yeah, I, I fr- get... it's a Friday. Seriously, they, don't they usually release yeah. on a Friday? Yeah. Sometimes I don't even know when my own birthday is anymore, so she's allowed to go two days <laughs> off. September second. Okay, shush. All right. So something that was brought up at the very end of uh, series season four uh-huh. was Lance telling Laura that she was the heart of Ultron. Now the question is. Is she really the heart of Ultron, or is he only giving her that quality because she's currently in the Blue Lion, and Lance is the true heart of Ultron? I think it's more along the lines of Alora's. She's got that uh, that royal authority, and and she's brought everybody together. And oh, she's smiling at me like, yes. oh, you're so cute yes. and stupid. Shut up. <laughs> but, um, the qualities of the heart. Uh, I've got a thing. Oh, here we go. That's somewhere in there. I don't even know anymore. Okay. <laughs> but the qualities of the heart are like a caring individual that's the complete support of the team. Uh-huh. And stereotypically, the heart has been defined as the chick. So if there's a female on the team, <laughs> she's almost inevitably going to be the heart. But in the nuance of this one, but in this one Pidge was like, a boy in the first or the original series 30 years ago, but now Pidge is a girl that was dressed as a boy. It's right. The, the original Pidge was... Well, yes. Okay. But okay. Okay. I'm going to I'm going to shut up. <laughs> I really... I'm going to shut up now. I'm sorry. So, <laughs> so thinking oh, of this, you would directly assume Allura is the heart of Ultron because okay. she's connected to all of the lions through her life force, mm-hmm. and she technically did bring all the paladins, paladins together. Okay. But if you really look at it, it was Lance who brought everyone together. He was the one who had a direct connection with each of the other paladins when they first came together. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. You know, if I you really didn't even think of that. It, yeah. And he was also the first person to interact with both Karan and Allura. Mm-hmm. And he's shown time and time again to be better than Alora at connecting with people. Uh-huh. Whereas she does have her hothead moments when she's very distrustful of the Galra, uh-huh. just right off the bat. And Lance is like, "Hey, Blade of Marmora, they might be a pretty good ally." Yeah. And all that stuff. And That's cool. That's clever. I, I like don't know that. how much this is a spoiler alert, but I've been bopping around. It says the heart of Voltron mm-hmm. is actually um, by the name of Zoe Ellis. It's a, it's from a book. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's friends with Pidge, but she ends up piloting the White Lion. Interesting. And is the actual heart of Voltron. You wrecked everything. But I mean, it, it's a, it's a, it's a story. Uh-huh. So oh, so it, was it a, a book that was written it, or something? Or? It's, it's a, a or short story, story? Uh, something like that. When um, was it written? I am not sure. Uh, I want to say 2017. Oh boy, so. There's some fan fiction out there already. Yeah. Well, of course, there's probably fan fiction that showed up as the moment yeah, episode one, yeah. series one popped it's up. everywhere. <laughs> I mean, uh, 1,700 people have uh, read it so far. Well, 1,701 now. Yeah, well, yeah, I haven't read it. <laughs> I had to say 1,701. That's like a, that's oh, a, no, this is it's a favorite Pat. number. Oh, no. That's a favorite number of mine. All right, carrying on. <laughs> All right, yeah, so the last part 
of uh, Lance being the heart is Allura is actually set up to be more of the leader stereotype. Okay. Because the leader traditionally has the direct opponent within the show. Mm-hmm. And Allura has already been set up directly across Hagar. And it's starting to be set up where she's against Lotor. Okay. And the reason she's being pitted against Lotor, not Keith, is if you really look at it, Keith never moved out of the right-hand position, even though he did technically become the leader. Mm-hmm. He was still the hothead that kept going too far and never really considered what was happening to plan things out. Well, he's had a couple of things happen to him. It's kind of taught him some hard lessons. Yeah. He has so. learned, but like right off the bat, he was very against becoming the Black Paladin. Uh-huh. And... Um, <laughs> Neither Zarkon nor Lotor never really recognized him as a true opponent. Mm-hmm. Not because they were like, oh, I'm so much powerful than you, but they just didn't see him yeah, as the Yeah, they leader. were focusing on other faces. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. And um, Lance's first priority is always support, mm-hmm. shown again in the, the show. Like, even though he does want his moment of glory, he's shown to excel when he's supporting others. Well, he, he liked to fashion himself as the marksman, the sniper in the background. So, yes. And that's not a, that's not a, a front-line position. It's that's, not meant to be. Yeah. He excels so in speaks. the background. Yeah, so that's a hero to it. that's like kind of pushed to the side, mm-hmm. even though it tends to be one of the most important because he's always watching his teammates' backs. Mm-hmm. And he's See, just watching them with a sniper rifle, just like. That's this one over here. Watch. That's Tanya. She's she's the one who's she's never the front line. She's always in the background, making sure that everybody's you know she's she's with Sherry herding the cats. It's hard to herd cats. It is, but you do Especially it well. Especially if I'm yeah. one of those kittens that need to be herded. You <laughs> anyway. All right. So carrying on. Yeah, Lance was just a really critical part of the team, and especially in season three after Shiro disappeared. Uh-huh. He was one showing you, he was like the emotional support for a lot of the team. He was the first to go and support Keith, uh-huh. like both before he was shown to be the Black Paladin and afterwards. Right. He very quickly pushed aside his own desire for glory to support his own teammate. And that's why Red got his attention. And that's why Red got his attention. Yeah. There, there was a great scene where he's trying to get into to, to Blue and Blue won't let him in anymore. He's like, wait, what's going on here? Stop that. Blue, come on. That was heartbreaking. It was was funny. It was an interesting moment. Monk, you're a big fan of this show, right? I I just started watching it for this podcast. Okay. And I'm like, I'm not even full for the first season yet. But literally my favorite favorite characters so far are Pidge and Hunk. Mm -hmm. And favorite... My favorite line of the first episode was, I'm a Yeah. I'm a <laughs> Hunk, I, and, and Hunk is that, that relatable character to just about everybody because he is just so enthusiastic. He's, he sees the world so purely, you know, he, and, and very, mm-hmm. he, he boils things down very easily. He doesn't like to get into complexities, um, you know, but he's still very capable. He's not stupid. Yeah. You know, like in the original series, he was just basically the big dumb, you know, the bruiser <laughs> oh. who was there for the muscle. And um, <clears throat> But you're seeing a much better version of the character here. Yeah. And just, you know, when they first formed it in the first season, the very the very first time that the, the five lions come together, and he's just, the sheer joy, I'm a leg! <laughs> <laughs> and when they're switching around, the, seeing who's going to be the next black paladin, uh-huh. he's like, well, I wanted to form the head with the yellow lion. Yeah. Yeah, he couldn't, he couldn't, he couldn't, he didn't want to be apart from his. You know, yeah. he, he was like, no, no, I want to do this my own, you know, over here with my boy, you know? <laughs> so you can see that loyalty, that sense of loyalty mm-hmm. to it, and, uh. All right. Cool. What else you got for me? All right. Are we so, are we dipping into fan theories yet, or you got more oh, on your that's your been fan theory? Oh, okay. So <laughs> so we got more Lance stuff going on here. Or? I think we can push Lance to the side just for a second. Everybody we'll else does. Him against. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, everyone does. <laughs> Everybody else does. So okay. So we'll say goodbye to Lance for a little bit. What else you got for me? So we're gonna bring up the question about Shiro. Is he a clone, or could he be corrupted by his Galra arm? I don't know. That's like something uh-huh. that I was like looking at at season s- four, and I'm like, ooh, something's going on with him. Well, I want to s- definitely happening. I'm thinking clone. I think, I'm leaning towards that, but I'm, I'm very well. Disprove your clone theory. All okay. right, so disprove your clone theory. I have a theory on my own, um, but you go ahead with your your disprove the clone theory, and then I'll I'll, I'll say my opinion. All right, so. The theory is Shio's not actually a clone, but he's being like corrupted or controlled by his arm. Okay. Because there's no way Hagar and the Galra would have given him this uh, mechanical arm uh-huh. with the intention of letting him being able to rebel against the Empire. So. So he's being controlled by them. That's that's a theory because okay. Hagar has been shown time and time again. She has the ability to manipulate quintessence and like poison it. Mm-hmm. And. So she might have been able to thereby poison his quintessence through his arm. And it could explain why he's making such weird decisions. Like, if you look at the mission with Noxella, uh-huh. he was the main brain behind that. And right. when they finally took over the planet, Hagar was pleased. 
So, like so you're saying the there's the a long game going on. There's a chess game going on there. She could have been the mastermind behind all of that. Gotcha. Gotcha. And another thing behind the clone theory is that everyone seems to have, like, their own individual quintessence, right? Uh-huh. Which, and, like... It's so, the Force. Yeah. It so, really is. That's, that's basically the Voltron <laughs> Universe version of the Force. So, theoretically, a clone would have its own individual quintessence. Okay. It might have been closer to the originals, but it would still be different enough that the Black Line wouldn't recognize the clone. Okay. Oh, okay. I get it. I get, I get what you're going with his it. quintessence being corrupted could also explain why the Black Lion wasn't powering up for him off the bat. Right. Because it's like, something's fishy here. Yeah, because the lion, lion, no joke, it doesn't play. It's like, it knows something's wrong. Mm-hmm. Something's wrong. I'm thinking that there's going to be, here's my here's my theory. In in season five, what's going to happen is that uh, the, the, the gang, they're going to be, they're going to trap Shiro, and they're going to get the mask off, and they're going to find out it was Mr. McGillicuddy, who was the caretaker of the, the old corner store. And, and then would have gotten away with it, too, if it wasn't for you darn kids. Don't kids and their freaking lion. And we broke Becca. No, we did that a long time ago. So, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Becca. I will, I will take your notes more seriously, and maybe. Um, yeah. Another thing about against the clone is that uh-huh. why would they have put us through the episode The Journey where Shiro is escaping from the Galra again and getting back mm-hmm. to the Paladins? Why would they show that if he was just a clone? Okay. Because they could have gotten over that in a much shorter period. Right. In order to just... But they spent some happen. they spent some time on that. They spent some significant time. Right. And he still had his characteristics of like his determination to survive and uh-huh. all of that. It was still there. Right. And one more thing is, this is a really... This is a picky detail I didn't okay. notice until I was looking into it. Uh-huh. Is that his arm, the very first time he activates it, it only goes up to the wrist and he's like in pain uh-huh. the first time he activates it. And there's like black magic swirling around it. Okay. And, it's, and it just like dissipates for some reason. And then he's just able to use his hand freely as a weapon. Okay. And from that point on, it lights up to his elbow. So what's your theory on that one? Help me out Here's with that. Here's the thing. Okay. When he returns in season three and season four, mm-hmm. it's only lighting up to the wrist. Mm-hmm. It's no longer lighting up to the elbow. I see. So are you thinking this is, because is this just something that maybe the animators missed? Or is this something? I don't think so. You think this is with, a. Sp- with the deliberate changing of his haircut and all those small nuances that everyone's getting annoyed with, uh-huh. which is why people think he's a clone. Okay. The differences mean something. Okay. Because animation is all about visual storytelling. Okay. So that's by the way, that's the quote of the episode right there. And that's that's something I want to be able to touch on is is, is how that's evolved over and we're gonna have an anime and animation or, episode or coming up. Very well could be that um they had to bring him back sooner than what they truly wanted to. Because he was such a popular character. Oh, no, yeah, they did. Cause, cause there's cause actually was, articles. They I had know. to bring him back. They had to bring him back. I'm reading of Den toys. of Geek right now because uh-huh. it says. I read that article. <laughs> it says, um, <laughs> simple is the simplest is we. Um, he had to come back. That's mm-hmm. pretty much it. The um, producers, uh, executive producer Joaquin dos Santos said we wanted him to be gone much longer than the period of time and we weren't allowed to. Uh-huh. The higher up said he has to come back because Shiro's got to sell toys. Okay. That, I mean, that, it's, that's it's the a, great. It's a that's money the, market. Yeah, type that's thing. the thing. Then that's so, the, the, the almighty so dollar is the great be, detriment to most so stories. So I'm going to throw that out there yeah. as, uh, as devil's advocate. Maybe the animators are like, you know what? We're going to start playing with this just a little bit. Yeah. To to have. People. Or maybe they rushed, and the person who was behind Shiro didn't understand the depth of what was going on with the person who was originally drawing Shiro. You know? Could, we don't know. That's so, so there's there's some, but, but now but it does a play. Back, it says does a play into fan theory. It says with the action figures of the Paladins hitting stores around the time where season three debuted, um, Shiro included. That makes sense. Okay. So. All right. All right. One last thing about the arm is there's this one vision that happens where Shiro is like has like a nightmare and there's this other Shiro who has yellow eyes mm-hmm. and is like quite obviously like completely under the control of the Galra. Mm-hmm. And they've named nicknamed him Kuro. People are like that. Yeah. And his um, prosthetic only lights up to the wrist. Uh-oh. Dun, dun, so. Dun. Connected. <laughs> All right. I'm going to give you a few more minutes. Give me some some other of the, the uh, go wild fan theory. Have some fun. Tell me tell me some of the weirdest stuff about it. You got it? You got it? Weirdest any? stuff about what? Well, the people, the relationships, the, the, you know, what could possibly be happening in the future? What, what do we, what, what can we expect? You want me to go into shipping? Oh God, no, no, no shipping, no shipping, you said please. Relationships. No. Oh, I did. So I, I meant relationships between the characters in the story and and um, 
Yeah, oh, crap. Well, uh, allegedly, there's a relationship between Lance and Keith. Oh, God, no. Ooh, you want to hear about that one? No, I no, I, I don't. I've seen, Keith isn't necessarily denying it. I've seen everything conceivable. Uh-huh. Monk wants to hear it. Monk, Monk wants, wants to hear, to hear the shipping. Monk wants to hear Okay. Give, give, a, give a couple of choice ones. Just a couple. Let's not go too deep into that rabbit hole, please. Okay. <laughs> Here, I'll give a general idea of what people are talking about currently. All right. Go ahead. Is In the trailer, there's a scene where Lance is like, in that super anime style, and he's like very angrily pushing the lever in the Red Lion, uh-huh. which p- directly parallels an almost exactly similar scene with Keith in the Red Lion okay. from like season one. And people are like, oh, Lance is starting to take charge. Maybe we'll have Keith and Lance as co-leaders of Voltron. Ooh. Okay. And there's so also hints about Lance being bisexual and all that. It's it's a journey. Is, is, that, a, is that a thing now? I, oh no, God. I can tell you where the bisexual Lance came from. Tell me. Um, a while, like a year or so ago, it was quite some time ago, um, the company behind Voltron put out this photo where it was like each of uh, the five paladins in Allura, and they were each holding like a sign. Not each of them, like two holding sign. There was like race, gender, and um, LGBT or something like mm-hmm. that. And Lance was one of the people holding the LGBT. And people were like, So oh, they automatically, wow. Lance must not be straight. Oh my God. You know, I think there's other evidence to support that, but I don't know it. It's, 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 that's a stretch. That's a stretch, but okay. You want to hear the biggest stretch? Tell me, tell me a biggest stretch. Okay. People are saying, so uh, the blue lion is viewed as like a female lion. Okay. Lance refers to her as she. Right. Uh, the black lion is referred to as he, along with the red lion. Uh huh. And when Lance tries to go into the black lion and comes back to the blue line, he's like, Blue, it was just a phase. Uh. And they're like, oh, directly parallel, he was into girls, but no, he's into boys. No, it was just a phase, but no, he's back to a boy, and it's Keith's uh. lion. God. I have seen hell. Wow, you have, you have <laughs> all, you, most of the nine planes at this point, I'm going to say. Uh, now, I'm hearing bits and pieces about a possible white lion. Is that yes. a thing? Um, that we might be able, seeing in the fifth? I haven't been able to catch it okay. in the actual trailer. I guess it just happens way too fast for me to notice. Okay. But there are people out there that have caught screenshots. Uh-huh. And um, it's it directly connects the white line to Allura. Okay. And it seems that she's the one to discover it. Uh-huh. So back in Defender of the Universe, the 80s series. Right. Uh, the white line was a trick used by Hagrid to trick Allura. Uh-huh. So Hagrid could capture her. And Allura had believed that the white line was the spirit of her father who would help her become a stronger warrior. Right. And um, a lot of people think that the white line is going to be a six mecha that's going to be piloted by Allura. Okay. And the trailer does, like I said, direct directly link the white line and Allura. But the screenshot people have managed to get, it looks like the lion is like a living lion, mm-hmm. not a mechanical lion. Interesting. And so the theory is maybe the white line is a lion goddess. Okay. And the theory from like interdimensional or maybe it's, maybe it's episode five. Voltron gets a pet. Or, <laughs> or as opposed to uh, 80s hairband white lion. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> nice. There we go. Oh, brother. You know, on that, you know what? Let's let's fade out to a break. And then we'll, when we come back, we'll, we'll finish this conversation up and... Um, and we'll move on and, and, okay. and finish off give our Becca podcast a for the day. To We're gonna give, yeah, we'll give Becca a chance to wait, wait. to breathe. Wait, wait, uh, Sherry. Yes. Did you? Did I hear you trying to uh, break in there for a sec? Or am I wrong? Nope. Okay. okay. Then we go to break with White Lion. All right. We'll be right back. Someone told me they made the first Star Wars movie. The entire cast and crew was on drugs because it was the 70s. They had some wild times back then or something. That kind of seems to make sense. Can you imagine a writer's meeting for the movie Star Wars? Big like, okay, dig this, man. His name's Chewbacca. He's a Wookiee. No, those are his lines. Write that down. Spell it right. All the other writers are like, George, you want to take a break? It's like, <laughs> what if you're an actor in the 70s auditioning for the part of a Wookiee? That's got to be embarrassing, right? It's like, next.
dancing again. <laughs> and that's so we started the we started the podcast with the original theme from the eighties, and now that was the theme from the new Netflix series. We were talking about Voltron. Our intern Becca May is doing a, a great deal of research to because <laughs> you can tell this this show is real. This is your jam. Am, yeah. I, am I right? Is this yeah. like one of your top ten? This is big for me right now. This is a big what thing other for one you right would you now? research? Ooh, I wouldn't mind. I'm gonna have to think about that one. Because okay. Doctor Who could be interesting, but I haven't kept up with that one in a while. Uh-huh. You don't get to research Doctor Who. That's that one. No, nah, no, she can <laughs> research all she wants. You know, it's very likely that She's that she find could something. find something I didn't know, which would be amazing for me. I would love that. That would be an awesome moment for me. Oh, I'd be interested in Ruby. Challenge accepted. There Ruby. it is. <laughs> Ruby, yes. Ruby, okay. I would be I'll interested go in going down that rabbit hole. Okay, I did watch the, the season one Ruby. That was interesting. All right, so we were talking about Voltron. Um, we were talking about some theories, some fan the theories, some, in the, and we talk, touched on the white line. I remember back when I was Becca's age, a long freaking time ago. The um, galaxy far, far and, away. And we were all big Voltron fans ourselves back in high school, and, and we had theories that, that a white line back would exist, and it would yeah. be a sixth mecha, and it would be able to fill in for any because of the other Because the castle ones. never flew. Yeah, before, the, well, the right? castle didn't flow. No, it did, actually. Did it? It did once in the original series. But the, the, there's a lot of other things about the castle, and that's a whole other podcast. But my my whole theory on the white line was that if like the blue line was missing, the white line could take its place. If the red line was missing, the white line could take its place. That was that kind of like oh. that. It would be the Swiss Army lion, in <laughs> essence, you know, that kind of a thing. Um, but you know, so it's, it'll be interesting to see if it makes an appearance in season five. If they do something interesting with it, that'll be interesting. So, but Becca, you're saying that there are folks that are thinking that white line's gonna gonna pop up. Yeah, because in the trailer they've got. A little, a little glimpse of it. A little glimpse of it. A little glimpse of it. appears to be a live lion, so All right. the theory is maybe it's just a lion goddess from in between realities. Uh-huh. And it was the factor behind the comet that ended up creating the Voltron lions, and okay. it's why Alphor made them to be lions. Mm-hmm. And it also explains why Lotor's ships that he's making from the um, inter-reality comet, it's why, why they aren't also in the shape of lions. Oh, so he's making his own Voltron? Is that uh, something that's happening? It appears to be he's trying to make kind of an anti-Voltron. It's called, what is it called? So he Syncline. Has, is it going to have a goatee? <laughs> <laughs> but they're going to be anti-Paladins. From an, anything from yeah. an, an evil alternate universe has to have because a goatee. Lotor and his generals have been set up to like directly go against each of the Paladins. The paladins. Yeah. All right. And they each have their own counterpart. Now we're looking at, at Lotor is, is you know we, there was a whole the whole theory about Lotor friend or foe is he There was a poll that went up. Mm-hmm. It was on Instagram I think. I don't know why they went to Instagram. That's a bad place. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they put up a poll and they were like, "Hey guys, is Lotor friend or is he a foe?" And 59% of the people that replied said he was a friend. Well, how many people voted to kill Jason Todd back in Batman? You oh, know, this, God. This, this, like, you know, don't ask the fan base yeah. for anything. You can get, you're going to get some weird ass responses. That's for damn sure. All right, yeah. so this is this is a show that has definitely captured the imagination of of definitely the current generation and and those, you know, before and after it as well. I mean, I, I definitely I've enjoyed watching the show myself even more than I think my kids have in some cases. Um, it's I, for me, it's a touch of nostalgia because it, I, it's it's a, a remake of a cartoon that I enjoyed when I was was in my teens, and but then they've added story and they've added depth and they've added character interaction, which makes it that much better than the average you know Saturday morning cartoon. Um, so we can talk about this show probably for for days. And yes. Becca's like, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Becca has another ten-page paper that she wants to write of just about season five. She'll, uh, she'll, the, the, she'll pick apart the teaser episode. of season five. She's got a ten-page paper about the <laughs> teaser alone. I dare you to try writing something about Captain Planet. See, oh my God! Uh, give me a week. <laughs> <laughs> Challenge, Challenge accepted. accepted. <laughs> Do not throw a research project at Becca. She will take it. Becca, <laughs> what? You lose all respect for me if I tell you that I never really watched Voltron. No, it's cool. <laughs> no, it's, it's all good, Cher. She still loves you, honey. You have to start. See, when I, see, when I was a kid, my my jam was Battle of the Planets. Oh, the Phoenix Force. Yes. <laughs> those are the ones I loved. And I, I can remember playing those characters on the playground at my elementary school. Did you guys go like link hands and swirl around the, the merry-go-round or something like that? We didn't have a merry-go-round, but uh, I had a friend who could do Keop's voice perfectly. Oh, wow. 
Now that's yeah. Something. That's how old I am. When I was growing up, I watched Battle of the Network Stars. There we go. Oh, I love that. <laughs> that was no, a great show. No one could beat Robert Conrad at the tug of war. Absolutely, he he took on like half the cast himself single handedly. And he would have a battery on his shoulder in the process. Don't mess with Pappy Boyington from Bob Bob Black. Not a chance. Not a chance. All right. So, like I said, we're gonna we'll, we'll talk about some Voltron some more. I definitely want to. I'm gonna. I have to catch up on it. And then when season five hits in March, we'll we'll take a moment to talk about it after um after we've had a chance to binge it. In a, oh yeah. In a, oh, yeah. Becca's like yeah. As soon as Netflix posts it up, Becca will have watched all six episodes in about thirty minutes. Yeah. So. Sounds about right. Yes. That brings <laughs> up a thing. I, uh-huh. I've got a question. When you binge watch something, because I do something that drives my wife crazy. You're a completist. So, well, not just that, but like I'm a huge fan of Black Mirror. Okay. But I'll watch an episode, then that. spend the next hour researching theories, uh, yes. other people's reactions, reviews. <laughs> it'll, it'll take me... 30 hours to watch, no, six episodes. You okay. are Sherry's okay. uh, spirit so, animal. So Billy, apparently I'm your wife. <laughs> <laughs> Sherry does the same stinking thing. Yeah. That's, that's oh. my geekiness. If I am interested in something, I want to know everything about it. Okay, so I'm not the only one. No, okay. you're not the only one. No. I've, I, I too, have, have found myself traipsing around like like IMDb. I'll bring up an episode or a particular movie I watch, and I'll, I will go through the trivia page of that. And sometimes that will lead to bigger and better things. So I'm not nearly as into it as you guys are, but I, I'm guilty of it as myself. So I understand that, that need to understand details. Mm-hmm. I get that. <laughs> All right. All right, so that's that. So we're gonna... When I have a question about something, that's when I start hunting down. Uh-huh. But, uh... At that don't point, really wouldn't you just ask right your away? wife? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, you know, at that point, that's a fear because I would, if I were Chris, I would not ask Sherry because then that would lead to a thirty-hour research paper. <laughs> you know, so that's it. Well, if he wants some uh, peace and quiet from her, yeah, go ask her that question. That's it. <laughs> uh, listen, we got some short segments to to finish up before we wrap this podcast up. So let me jump on that. We do have events coming up on uh, March twenty-fourth and twenty-fifth at the Strong Museum of Play. We are going to be at Superheroes Weekend. Woo-hoo. And uh, and that's a great time every year. We everyone can be a paladin from Voltron. There you go. I, you know, I, I know some some of the folks who cosplay at FC three do the the the, the, paladins. the paladins, and they do a great job. I love I watching know a Keith. it. I know a couple of Keiths, but uh, yeah, Becca's usually uh, Steve Rogers. Yes. Uh, and then we have our sci-fi quiz coming up March twenty fourth. It's the same day. It's Saturday. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a busy Saturday weekend night. for us. Saturday night at Knox Craft Cocktails Remember and Comfort Foods. Remember to get your tickets get, for FC three. If you have a ticket for FC three already before the sci-fi quiz, there will be drink specials for you waiting at Knox. So keep that in mind. Um, hey, Everyday Heroes on this week. Everyday Heroes. We want to give a shout out to Rochester Firefighters Local 1071. And that's great because we are episode 71 today. So this Woo, is kind of perfect. cool how that fits together. So fire, <laughs> Rochester Firefighters Local 1071, these amazing people put their lives on the line for us. And we want them to know that we appreciate them to no end. Uh, they also want you to know that if you are cold, they are cold. Please make sure that fire hydrants are clear of snow so they can be easily found in the case of an emergency. Thank you for being our heroes, guys. And always remember... Not all heroes wear capes. Uh, And then we're going to wrap today up our new segment, Question of the Week. And uh, we're going to ask the same question we did last week. What's making your little geeky heart happy? We're doing that today. I see that in my notes. A little bit different this week. Fire away. Not what, what it is this week is what are you looking forward to either Ah. reading listening to, watching, <laughs> or doing in the near future. I will answer for Becca. You'll All she did was hold up, she she held up her research paper for Voltron, so she is seriously <laughs> looking forward to series 5. Because this 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 episode's dropping the week Voltron comes out. Yes, it is. It, so it will be. It'll drop on Wednesday, the twenty eighth of February. Well, by the time this is dropped, Becca will have have watched all all six episodes five times. I so. thought this comes out the this no. this episode's oh, coming this out on the seventh the seventh March seventh oh. yep and 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 Voltron's got, dropping on the second I, got, I forgot Philk was split into two right Philk got we'll split into two see if I was right so there you go if you can watch them all in uh, thirty minutes yeah um, Billy is there something you're looking forward to that's nice and geeky yeah in about two hours I'm going to see Black Panther Woo-hoo! beautiful <laughs> that it's awesome oh my God what a good movie. What a really you're going to enjoy it. Just don't sit in like the third row, so you're yeah. Sit about no. I actually uh, last row of the recliners in the Webster. Perfect. Nice, yep. perfect. You're going to have a great time. I promise you, Sherry. How about you? What are you looking forward to? 
Well, um, I have to say, I, I've been, we've been holding off going to see Black Panther because we were supposed to all watch it together. Oh, yeah. That's going to happen. That's still going to happen. <laughs> For the first time together. I couldn't necessarily guarantee that I would be available on that Sunday. My teenage on the day that we go to see it together, my teenage daughter is going to be out of town, and she desperately, desperately wanted to watch it with me because she loves watching Marvel movies with me. So how am I going to turn down a sixteen-year-old girl? It's just not going to happen. I know. I know. Daddy's a girl. Please, 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 please. That was about what she said, actually. Okay, what I'm looking forward to, I don't know if it's exactly geeky, uh-huh. but um, our Central uh, New York Roller Derby League is having our 10th anniversary. Outstanding. And we're doing a logo launch party, and I'm really looking forward to that. I've been working very hard on planning that, and I'm really, really looking forward to it. Beautiful. That is definitely exciting. How about you, Chris? What you looking forward to? Uh, Black Panther as well. Okay. How about you, Monk? Same thing? And uh, maybe not nope. shoveling. And not shoveling. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can thank Angie for that. Yeah. I was shoveling at 4.30 this morning. Oh, dear Lord. You guys have snow? Really? We got like oh, a yeah. dusting. We got about six inches. Holy cow. Oh. We have maybe about an inch. No, nah, not even that. It was a dusting. A, a, a trace. But we get clobbered. We, we get our fair share. How about you, Monk? What you looking forward to? Um, Currently, what I'm looking forward to is actually our cosplay karaoke okay happen by the time this airs yes so <laughs> are you singing no but i'm cosplaying oh, oh she's okay. gonna cosplay and she let's just let's listen to people do that how about you did i already ask you tanya what you what are you looking no. forward to well uh i well there's a lot of things i'm looking forward to i'm looking forward to the cosplay karaoke yeah and the day after this episode drops uh-huh. it's a very special day it's your birthday it is my birthday hey. yeah march, march 8th this. is the tanya day so i am apologizing now for any snowmageddon that would be hitting <laughs> new york or our um ice storm her birthday or, can give you a little snowy sometimes yes. Um, that has happened. In, in the, the last 45 years, it's been like twice where we haven't had mm-hmm. some natural snowmageddon type yeah. thing. If it gets me out of school, it's okay. Okay. Hey, I was at Nazareth for the 91 ice storm, and there that was go. the week. I was that, a fisher. That was the week I got yeah. sent home. So, but I'm, yes, I'm looking I'll forward be to something. Uh, wow. No. Yes. You don't look that old. Oh. You look like you're at least, you know, 45. Yeah, okay. So, um, so, you're, so, you're, so you're just. Slightly less than two months older than me. Three months. Okay. Just slightly. Yeah. Something like that. Something like that. And uh, what am I looking forward to? I'm looking forward to a couple of things this year. Not killing our characters this afternoon. No, I'm looking forward to that. Um, hey. I'm looking forward to <laughs> Infinity War, Ooh. which yeah. is coming up soon. Ooh. The, Han Sol- the Solo The story. Han Solo movie. I'm definitely looking forward to Deadpool that. Deadpool 2 is May. There's I a am ton looking of, forward to there's May. A ton you know of good what I'm stuff. doing for Deadpool? I'm skipping ball, and I'm going to see Deadpool. That's good for you. That's insane, but okay, more power to you. And and I'm and I am later this year. I am very much looking forward to uh, to seeing Jodie Whitt- Whittaker as the Thirteenth Doctor. I want to see that next. Yeah. I'm so looking between, forward to that. In between all that is FC three two thousand eighteen, and that's obvious. That's a natural thing. But there you have it. Uh, so lots lots of things to look forward to. Um, and so and now I'm going to look forward to the out cue, which is about to happen. And there it is. And this has been Monkey Business episode seventy one. I don't know why I've been latching onto that today. But this is a product Were of the Mighty Monkey Corporation. No, 70. 70. Um, Mighty Monkey Corporation, the purveyors and producers of the Flower City Comic Con. Coming at you on June 9th and 10th of 2018 at the Rochester Riverside Convention Center. Follow us on Facebook, love us on Patreon, and we will see you all next week. Have a great one, people. Woohoo! 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 Doom, doom. <laughs>